Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello and welcome to the show today. So glad you are here as we take a look at the best ways to start a college fund. All right, let's get right to it. It's going to be fun today. So if you're thinking about paying for college, yeah, it's a lot harder when you're dealing with daycare costs, medical bills, slowing income, growth rate, all of that stuff, inflation. (laughs) But this is why starting a college fund is a very important first step, just getting started. So today we give some tips on the best ways to open a college savings account and how to find money to put into it. And it doesn't have anything to do with money trees. I wish those existed, don't you? Okay, here's how to open a 529 plan in your state. You can save for college in a variety of accounts. A 529 plan, which we talk extensively about in this podcast, you can find uh, in previous episodes. You can also see all kinds of amazing articles at thecollegeinvestor.com. That's just a quick side note. But a 529 plan offers distinct advantages. 529 plans are investment accounts designed to help pay for K-12 and higher education expenses. The accounts offer tax advantages, including tax-free growth and tax-free distributions, as long as the money is spent on a broad range of eligible expenses. Some states even offer a tax deduction when you contribute to the plan. And the good thing is, opening a 529 plan is almost as simple as opening a brokerage account. However, make sure you open the right account for your state. Some states offer tax deductions if you use the state's plan, even tax credits, which are always better than deductions. Others offer deductions no matter what plan you use. So we have a guide that gives you state-by-state details on opening an account at thecollegeinvestor.com. But in general, you really don't need much money to open a 529 plan account. If you can scrape together like 100 bucks, you should be able to get one started. The only other information you need is about your state of residence and basic information about the beneficiary. Getting the account open is a small administrative hurdle. The real challenge is getting money into the account so it can grow over time. No matter how old your child or beneficiary is, we do have suggestions for how you can save for college. Here's how to save when your kids are young. You can just start funding the account with small monthly contributions. When your child is first born, you'll probably experience a big shock to your cash flow. (laughs) Been there, done that. Either your income will drop or your expenses will dramatically increase. Daycare? Hello. Finding $100 per month might not be an easy thing at this phase. So instead of worrying about a specific number, just consider automatically sending a $20 contribution to the savings account each month. That's just $10 per paycheck. At this point, you're already adjusting to a huge financial shock, so it's unlikely that the $20 a month will really make much of a difference to you. Plus, it's going to keep you in the habit of saving for the future. Deposit gifts into the 529 account. Grandparents, doting aunts and uncles, and even a few friends might give your child cash gifts for birthdays and holidays. Putting these funds directly into the 529 account boosts college savings and saves your house from a few unnecessary items. You know what I mean? Also been there, done that. Stubbed a few toes to prove it. Pay for daycare with a You Promise credit card. This is great. 
So a You Promise credit card is a cashback credit card that gives you a boosted rate of return if the cashback goes into a 529 plan account. Huh. The regular cashback amount is 1.25%, but it goes up to 1.529% when connected to a 529 plan. This can be an especially effective way to start saving for college if you can pay for daycare expenses using the You Promise credit card. Parents paying $15,000 per year will earn nearly $230 per year in cash back. By the time your child is in kindergarten, you'll have more than $1,000 in college savings. Please remember this. When using a credit card, pay it off completely before any interest kicks in. That is so important to be very responsible with this card. All right, now here's some tips on boosting savings during the elementary years. Childcare expenses don't just disappear during the elementary years, no way, but they should fall by at least a few thousand dollars per year. This might translate to more savings opportunities. These are a few ways to boost college savings despite the multiple tugs on your wallet. Encourage your kids to put a portion of cash aside. By the time the kids are in elementary school, they might likely have some ideas of how to spend gift money. But that doesn't mean they need to spend all of it that comes into their hands. Setting aside a third of their gift money for college can help them establish a savings habit. Make it easy by setting aside money for investing before you take them to the store to buy a new toy. Boost your automatic savings rate, if you can. The elementary years are a great time to boost your automated savings rate if your cash flow has recovered. Moving from $10 per pay period to $25 or $50 can really help you to make meaningful progress towards your college savings goals. The amounts are small enough that they allow you to save for retirement and enjoy life today, but large enough to actually make some difference in the future. Put found money into the 529. Tight monthly budgets make it difficult to contribute large amounts of money to college savings, but you can use found money to put into the account. So this can include unexpected gifts, larger than expected tax refunds, stimulus money, if that happens again, and more. Investing more during middle and high school. With college costs looming, parents often get serious about savings during middle and high school years. This is also a great time to help your student take more ownership of their college savings too. Put award money into the account. Starting in middle school, students may start to stumble across college scholarship opportunities. These might include micro-scholarships, ranging from $20 to $100 for community service, academic excellence, winning a competition, and more. You can even earn a scholarship for side hustling, no kidding. Though these are designated as scholarships, the award is often cash or a check that doesn't have to be put toward college. Push your kids to invest this money in their 529 accounts. Incentivize saving with a match. All right, get this. Students in middle and high school can have after-school jobs or side hustles that bring in extra funds per month. I know some places that actually hire 14-year-olds. I mean, they have caps on hours they can work, obviously, but yeah, it's pretty cool. And at this phase of life, consider matching their college savings to a certain level each month. As your child starts to take an active part in their savings, they are likely to take more ownership of the entire college process, including identifying more scholarship opportunities, or even considering community college to keep the costs down. Oh yeah. Keep the automatic savings going. 
As your child becomes a teen, the costs of college continue to grow. You're unlikely to figure out a way to cover the full cost of college in the next six to seven years, but steady savings will help. Combining these steady efforts with college scholarships, your child's savings, and gifts from others, you may see a low five-figure investment account. If you're in a better financial position than you were during your child's elementary years, consider boosting these savings to $100 per pay period or more. The more you save, the fewer loans your child may need. And then, adjust asset allocation as you get closer to college. As your child creeps a little bit closer to school, take a look at the 529 account and assess where you are in terms of growth. Your investing focus is going to shift from growth to maintaining the amount of money in the account. The focus will come with adjustments to your asset allocation. So during your child's high school years, a large portion of your college funds should be in cash or bonds to cut back on volatility in the market. You may want to keep some amount in stocks to facilitate some growth. After all, you should have four years to spend the money, so dips in the stock market actually might have time to recover. Robo-advisors like Wealthfront will adjust the allocation in your 529 plan on your behalf, but some other companies expect you to do that on your own. Okay, how will you start your college fund? Paying for college, I know, is a daunting task, but you can tackle it by starting your college fund, like right now, with regular contributions from both you and your kids, no matter how small you think they may be. You might be surprised by how much you can save by the time college rolls around. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful to you. If you found it helpful, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you thought, well, I wish you would have included this, and I still have questions about that. Follow us on social media. Ask away. We'd love to get to know you and help you along in your journey. Just find us. Search for The College Investor. Pretty much anywhere you are is where we are, too. You can also check out thecollegeinvestor.com. Type in the words 529. You're going to find all kinds of amazing information on this. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.